Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. SmileySports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there is a restaurant equipment auction for Baker's Ovens, Range Ovens, Countertops and Floor Mixers ice machines, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. If you want to learn about upcoming auctions, rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Auction is open at rollerauction.com. Good morning. How Top are you? Top of the morning, my man. Good Friday to you. Well, good Friday for the Avs and for the Nuggets. And both on national TV last night. What a pleasure. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yep. My God, it was easy to watch the locals last night. Nathan McKinnon turns 100. Damn, man. Two years in a row. First ab to ever do it. Right. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, this early in the season. This, yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even Bednar afterwards was like, dude is just balling. Un- unbelievable. Or would it be pucking? I like pucking better than balling. That boy's pucking. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And so is Michael Porter Jr. He was a he was a difference maker last night. Had to be. Jamal Murray goes down 14 minutes in with a or 14 minutes of play uh, with a sprained ankle that appears to be not as bad as maybe it looked initially. So that was good news. But hey, without him last night, they don't win that game. MPJ, I'm talking about. Well, Jokic wasn't efficient. Nope, not effective. So the other three guys chip in. KCP gets off to a hot start. Gordon is Gordon. They did defend last night. Yeah. Uh, Miami didn't didn't shoot that a lot of that was because the because the Nuggets really played good defense and I thought MPJ was a kind of a, a master of all things last night he yeah. did some good things he was good on the boards he uh, he scored the basketball he played with confidence he distributed uh even tried to play a little defense on occasion so, wow even it, tried to play a little defense well I mean I'll give him a little more credit than that but uh uh, but it was, I thought it was a, considering Jamal going down, it was a, it was a strong workmanlike effort because Jokic wasn't at his best last night. Forgive my lack of memory on this, but was this game not in terms of who scored? Was the flow of the game reminiscent of the NBA finals last year? Nuggets have a lead. Here comes the culture club, meaning the, Miami Heat, they have great culture, man. If everyone could have the same culture. Is that as come, the a, Miami come, Heat. A, come a come a chameleon? Yes. Okay. That's good. the culture club. That's right. Okay. Forgot about that. So Nuggets would jump out to a lead, play great defense. Mm-hmm. Then because of the great culture of the Miami Heat, they would close the gap. And then the Nuggets at the end of the game would kick them in the groin and the game would be over. And it seemed like a lot of games were like that. It was fairly similar to that. It That's was, my it, point. It was reminiscent. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was reminiscent. The right team won. The better team won. Uh, and the Nuggets are cooking with oil right now, man. Right. Five straight. And as long as they can get, you know, Jamal back. Now they've got a tough stretch of games coming up here. You know, you've got to go to L.A. And you've got to go to... Uh, well, listen. L.A. Well, I mean... Whoa, they... They might turn out to be, once again, the best team in NBA history to get swept 
in the NBA Finals. Time now for the lead. <laughs> the lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. I mean, did you see what they did last night? Mm. Who did they play again? I don't even know. The Wizards. Yeah. Did you see what they did in the fourth quarter last night? By the way, the Wizards now, I, I think that Detroit has a better record than the Wizards now. Back, I believe they're tied. Are they tied now? I mean, that's hard to do. Right. Yeah. The uh, now their win Pistons the- were on track to have the fewest wins yeah. in NBA history. history. But they're picking it up now. No, they are. Monty Williams got after the press the other night in New York for the national press or something or other, complained about calls, and that's all you need because if you've got the head coach of the Detroit Pistons bitching about calls, you know you're going to get some the next day. By the way, I remember, you know, well, the the top two television markets are New York and L.A. Mm -hmm. Well, the guys in New York, they do a great job of broadcasting. I'm talking about that get-up show at 6 in the morning. Yeah. they. I don't understand how they are able to put such put together such a quality broadcast on their knees every morning talking about the Lakers. It's impressive. It really, really is because the Lakers lead their show like they did against the Clippers. That was understandable. Okay, let me ask you a question. Then last night, they led their show... With the Lakers again. Yeah. Where are the Lakers? I'm sorry. Where are they at in the standings? I say that rhetorically. They're ninth. They're in the playing round again. Just, just ahead of Golden State. But now, you know, when is that game? Is that Sunday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Fortunately. Saturday. Saturday. Well, that's unfortunate. Because... If the game was on Sunday, the Nuggets would lead ESPN's getup. Yeah. Well, the Lakers would, well, but the would, Nuggets would be part of the be game. They'd be on the Lakers' coattails, though. Let's be real. I, I say that I know jokingly. you do. Very tongue-in-cheek. Tongue but in all seriousness, what is it about the Lakers that's so compelling? Their history and LeBron James. Really? Because the Celtics have just as good a history as the Lakers. They have LeBron James. Okay. If they did not have LeBron James, that would be different. And, oh, by the way, they also have Anthony Davis. Yeah. So they have arguably one of the top three players of all time who is, what, 39? Who is about to score 40,000 points for his career. Which is which is all stunning and amazing and props to... But the fascination over a play-in team for the last two years doesn't resonate with me. Well, it's me. because of LeBron James. And I'm not even saying that because the Nuggets have been involved with it. Right. I'm just saying it as a really big NBA fan. I just don't care. Usually when I come up with an analogy, usually it's slighted towards I'm a man, it's dating women. I'm going to flip it around this morning because it's Friday. It's F around Friday. Right. I just made that up. (laughs) Although it's true. The Lakers with LeBron James for a woman is like this stunningly good looking guy that is such eye candy. You cannot take your eyes off of him because he is so stinking hot. And then he opens his mouth. And you're like, oh, my God, is this guy dumb? And that's the Lakers. 
watching LeBron James and the Lakers. Yet you're just so enamored with the Lakers and LeBron James until they step on the floor. Yeah. Until they open their mouth. And then you realize they're the ninth best team. But I am sure they will be the best team for the second consecutive year, the in-season champs, dude, the best team ever to be swept out of the first, I am in first the, round, second round, third I'm round. I'm in whatever. the weight room the other day, and I'm what, and I'm and I'm just glancing because they've got the NBA Today on or something yeah. or other like that. And and one of their segments was can the Lakers, can the win, Lakers win it all? Right. It's like yeah. I said the I, Lakers, the Lakers. Right again, again. It's a pretty crude image, but the people in New York and in Bristol do a wonderful job. I don't know how they are able to broadcast so effectively on their knees every single show. It is impressive. As for the Avalanche, they are two points out, yeah. and they haven't even gotten back the choo-choo train. Zach Parisi got on the uh, scoring He's my line. guy, man. He is your guy. I thought about In fact... I actually gave you a thought last night. Watching, Did you? Yep. Watching. Lying in bed with Sarah? Top, no, it wasn't okay. there. It didn't That's need to go, good to know. Didn't quite need to go that far. Right. It's much better for me to know than right. for you to know. Right. Trust me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, but but it was good to see him be a factor. Yeah. Um, Ross anything, anything they get from Zach Parisi is a gift. Yeah, totally. Yes. Totally. A gift. He makes a big hit. It's a gift. I like the guy though. Uh, what what is there not to like about that dude? He was a, he was always a guy that I watched, specifically with Minnesota. I'm like, man, it'd be great to have him on. That dude plays hard. I know. God, he plays. I know. With, he plays with passion. By the way, as a side note, the quarterbacks are meeting the media today. Oh man, what are they going to say? I can tell you one thing about JJ McCarthy. He is going to be the most consistent quarterback in NFL history. And I say that because he hasn't even entered the league and he's already consistent. He was asked about meeting with the Broncos. You know what he said? Amazing. Amazing. You know what he said about every single other team when asked about how the meeting went? Amazing. Amazing. Everything is amazing. At least he's consistent. Now, Jane Daniels has another phrase and a way to describe Sean Payton. You heard of this, right? No, I don't know if that. I don't. I, I Call, may have called him the Guru. Oh, the Guru. The Guru, because apparently down there, the Guru. He is known as the Guru in Louisiana. Yeah. So he met with the Guru. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I will say this. It's what. Why every, do people say that? I will say this. You you don't have to waste any breath or energy by even saying that because you're about to say this. I think that this is the day that everyone waits for oh, at the man. combine. And, you know, the chances are that 80% of these guys are going to flop anyway. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is look at the stats. Look at the look at the quarterbacks who are currently available as free agents. Three years ago. Wait, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, right. Zach Wilson. What do they all have in common? Top five picks. I got something for you. Yep. No, I had something. We get some thinking music. Uh, No, I got no, no, no. no, I've I've already thought it out. Have you? No, you. But you're looking up on your phone. Three years after five quarterbacks were drafted in the top fifteen. Yeah. Here's what's happened. Please tell me. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. 
at best has been met. You know what? Let's do this. Let's save this. Okay. We'll call it a tease. Okay. What do you think of that? I think that you will be. I can't wait. Somewhat surprised at the lack of efficiency in the first 15 picks made three years ago. That's one tease. We're going to do a double tease. The other one is, why does Sean Payton keep throwing hyperbole out there? I mean, he's done it three times. The first two, he's looked like a fool. Mm. Is he about to do it again? Ah. That's next. Cold as the hypnotist, control the game whenever he snaps. That's every trap. Don't give him too much juice. Don't give him too much juice. Don't let him take control. Don't let him take control. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. On the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops, and floor mixers. Auction's open right now at rollerauction.com. In the meantime, if you want to learn about upcoming auctions, and there are a lot that we just don't talk about on the show, check them out at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, love telling you about Silta Harmazda. It's going to be a gorgeous weather weekend. Head on up to Broomfield for a test drive. When it comes to a Mazda, they're routinely ranked top five in affordability, reliability, fuel economy. Checks every box, right? But also great with luxury, durability. Durability, you want something durable if you're going to drive deep into the mountains. You want to go camping. They have it all. Silta Harmazda, go check them out for a test drive. Plus, you're going to get 0% financing on many of their models. Go to Broomfield today for a test drive again or check them out at sthmazda.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool shit since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. So it sounds like to me that last night you went into your home office and you lit a couple of candles doing deep research didn't have a on latte quarterbacks. though that late at night no you will you don't keep me up no you don't want to have no, a latte the only time double. the only time that you want to have a latte is when you're doing a national interview mm-hmm. and you're already so wired fired and inspired that you're dying <laughs> to tell the reporter things to get out there well, no, I, but I, I wouldn't go quite that far. But I like your story better. I, I, I just kind of noticed this. And, and since we were talking about quarterbacks today, I, I just kind of put it uh, put it at, uh, on my burner. Three years after five quarterbacks were drafted in the top 15, here's where we are now. This is three years, right? Three years. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, number one pick overall, is it at best met. Is that a fair statement? Yes. Hasn't quite. Not at best. He's been a little bit better, but he is okay, not. a little better than Matt, but not. He has not followed in the footsteps no. of what we call generational quarterbacks. No. It was Elway, Manning, and then it was supposed to be Lawrence. Yeah, he's not there no. yet. Not there yet. Luck. 
was in there too. Right. I mean, is he a quarterback you wouldn't mind having? Yeah, but could you do without him? Sure. Zach Wilson, number two, has been granted permission from the Jets to seek trade. Available for the Broncos. Right. Uh, oh God. Mac Jones. Well, Mac Jones. Hold on. Was Mac, that four years ago? Mac. Well, I'm getting there. Yeah. Number three, Trey Lance, traded to the Cowboys. Hasn't Trey, been heard, has, Trey, traded to the nice. Cowboys. Hasn't been heard from. Just thought of that. 11th pick, Justin Fields, likely to be traded by Chicago. Yep. 15th pick, Mac Jones, out in New England. Available for the Broncos. By the way, would you have a problem with him with the Broncos? When you look at all the free agent quarterbacks. Let's get to that in a minute. Yeah, that's a good question. Let's, let's get to that in a minute. But 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 here, and and this is just, and and look, you got anybody else? No, those are the those are the five, the five top quarterbacks picked. The five top top quarterbacks. By the way, that, the noise that you're hearing uh, is I kept saying to Bruce, you're moving your mouth away from the mic, so he does this. I'm at an and angle. moves it right in front of him. Well, this is to, a bad angle for well, mouth and front. Move to your left a little bit. I'm mean, to your right. Uh, Why let everybody see the little man behind the curtain? Oh, the mic's the mic's not in front of my face. Let me just move it around. <laughs> nobody, for, for everybody to hear. Nobody takes a little thing and makes it bigger than you do. Nobody. Thank you. That, uh, that's yeah. what she said. <laughs> uh, anyway. I just had two lattes. So here we are. And, and we're just and, and we're all gaga, and it and and these guys might all hit. Yeah. The bigger overarching point is, quarterbacks hit less in the first round than you probably think because they're drafted too high. It, and the, yeah, and we're probably and we could see it this time too. You could see two second round guys, uh-huh. right? Yep. That bait that could move into the first round just because of quarterback. Right. You know, you got. You got to get a quarterback. You well, you get, do, you, and you overvalue. But you have to, and you reach because you have to have one. Exactly. So it's interesting to me as we sit here because I don't know how much conviction you really have. I think you've got it on Caleb Williams. I think that, I, but after that, Emma, is Drake May a sure thing? Is Drake May? I mean, Drake May played with Sam Howell. Where's Sam Howell at right now? I mean, how are we feeling about Jaden Daniels? I like Jaden Daniels. I like him, but I don't love him. I think he'll be the best quarterback in this class. Hmm. Hmm. You know why? Mm-mm. He reminds me of his throwing motion and his release a lot of C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Well, I like C.J. Stroud. There's nothing not to like. How can you not like him, right? Right. Absolutely. I don't like him in that way. And then you get down to Mary. the next level, J.J. McCarthy. No sure thing there. He's amazing. And either is yeah yeah yeah. Well, everything's amazing to so, him. So my point is this: is just be careful about tongue wagging and breathless pursuit of quarterbacks. A quarterback in the first round gives you not talent, not security, not a guy who's going to be there for ten years. He gives you hope. Hope is big. For the next two to three years, you've got some hope in your back pocket. You're exactly right. That's because, what you got. Because now, you can guarantee that unless you're Baxter Lynch and you saw pretty quickly, he doesn't give you hope because it was the hope-a-dope. Yeah. I like the hope-a-dope. Made that up. 
think about this. Didn't even need teleprompter like you usually need. But you always self-gloss. Nice job. Well, you're welcome. I don't know what well, that means. Well, th- well I mean, you, just because just I did like an 860 on the SATs <laughs> combined doesn't mean you can talk over my head. Because if you did 860 and one, that would be a new I record. I really did do an 860 on the SATs. That's not a joke. No, I'm not. Well, you're I'm not, not a, but, but you're not a test taker. Well, I appreciate you saying that. But, but I'm not a lot of things. No, but, but just ask my wife and girls. But test takers do well on the SATs. Maybe right? yeah. the ACTs and and all of that kind of crap. Yeah. There's a reason that stuff has kind of been shunted to one side now. How about Mac Jones? We keep talking about Winston and Donald and Jimmy G and Tannehill. What about Mac Jones? He's interesting. What's the price for him? Mm, yeah. Are you looking at... Well, the question is, is there a market for him as a starter? Maybe in Denver. Mm-hmm. I th- I bet you could get him for under 10. Yeah. His, his agent's going to want more. Would you want him for under 10, or would you want a veteran minimum for someone like Garoppolo? It, de- it depends if I draft a quarterback. Yeah. But and then again, you got to make a decision on your free agent quarterback first. Here's the irony on the whole quarterback thing. And I, and I know you do too. I chat with so many people that are, you know, got to get a quarterback, got to get a quarterback, but you do. Gotta, and, and you do, you're absolutely right, but you've got to get the right quarterback. Yep. A and B we're talking about this. Like this person will come in and immediately be a difference maker. They're not getting Caleb Williams. They may have interviewed Caleb Williams. They're not getting Caleb Williams. So the earliest that a quarterback that you can draft this year would be available to help you would be 2025. The earliest. And there's no guarantee that it happens then either. So Matt Jones is somewhat marginally he was, intriguing. He was terrific his first year. He was great. He was better in his first year than uh, Sam Darnold has been his whole career. Yep. And I think Sam Darnold is guy, one guy they definitely consider bringing I in. think you're absolutely right. Hey, it's all hands on deck. By the way, figure I figure out this quarterback. I, listen, situation. I feel bad for Mac Jones. Who was his offensive coordinator? Nobody who was an offensive guy. Yeah. Right? Matt right. Patricia, really? Yeah. He did pretty well under Josh McDaniels. And I can't believe I'm pumping Josh McDaniels' tires. But he was pretty good. Yeah. He had a good rookie season. Yeah. He looked to be the most promising guy out of that group of five no in question. that first year, without question. Then he had a falling out, specifically yeah. with Bill Belichick, and bang, it was over. And now they're going to move on. They're going to draft a guy. Man, you talk about the thin margin for error for quarterbacks in this league. Right. Wow. Coming up after the break, I don't know if you know this, it is Women's History Month starting today. Cool. This coincides with the 50th anniversary of Sports Women of Colorado, a very cool organization. Linda Lappy, who's the executive director, and you might know her name because she used to be the head coach at CU Women's Basketball. She is going to join us next. They have their uh, big gala coming up later on this month to honor the best woman, the best team. We're going to talk about the history, how it coincides with Title IX, which was two years earlier. Yeah. We don't spend a lot of time talking about women's sports. We are next. Yeah, police coming around looking for some help on a case that got us solved. We never help them. Yeah. 
I stay up late at night thinking about my life. Want a lot? Well, I get it all. Ain't no time. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Okay, baby, you don't know this. Now that the uh, clock, now that the calendar is turned to March, it is Women's History Month, and it coincides with the 50th anniversary of Sports Women of Colorado, a nonprofit that was formed in 1974, celebrating Colorado female athletes. Former award winners, Dorothy Hamill, Michaela Schifrin, Missy Franklin, Amy Van Dyken, among others. This year's celebration, March 17th at the Hyatt Denver Tech Center. And one of the honorees is Sophia Smith, played at Grandview, Real Colorado, the U.S. women's top soccer player in 2022, and is currently ranked as the 18th ranked player in the world. Mm. Good on mm. her. With that, I want to bring in a friend, Linda Lappy, Executive Director of Sports Women of Colorado. If her name sounds familiar, it should. She was also CU's women's basketball coach. Linda, I'm guessing you get very nervous talking to the media. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we appreciate uh, you having us on, and I'm happy to be here this morning and uh, look forward to uh, our event. So the organization started as a fundraiser in 1974. How did it evolve to what it became today? Well, it started because uh, there were so many great female athletes in the state of Colorado, and uh, there were a couple founders, a couple of women who were way ahead of their time that said, hey, we need to honor uh, these exceptional women who have done tremendous things in their different sports. And um, so it really started uh, very small. However, there were were 225 people at the very first event, so I wouldn't say it was super small. Uh, And then, yeah, you're right. It just grew from there. Um, You know, we picked up steam and we started adding uh, some tremendous board members and selection committee members in the media. And, um, you know, there are a lot of different people throughout the organization's history that uh, not only started it, but has that have kept it going over the course of 50 years. I mean, I think it's hard to keep anything going for 50 years, whether it's a marriage, whether it's an organization, a business. Uh, and so it's uh, really because of the passion of so many people that have uh, kept this going and kept it going strong. Linda, it's been such a remarkable evolution for women's sports um, since Title IX in 1972. But I'm thinking about Caitlin Clark in particular. And, and there have been certainly those before her that have paved the way. But when you have a player of her ability... Um, that has such an immediate identification with sports fans, regardless, male, female, doesn't make any difference. 
we live in a world where this can happen now. How proud of you uh, are you that that we can actually honor someone like Caitlin Clark with the the type of player that she is and the type of personality that she is? Yeah, she has a personality, and yep. I think that's that's part of it for sure. And she's uh, she's entertaining, right? And people like to watch. Uh, whether it's sports, whether it's uh, musicians, whether, you know, whatever it is, they want to be entertained. Mm. And, and she does a great job entertaining not only with her game and with her play, but also just how she plays the game and the enthusiasm with which she plays with. I call it the Caitlin Clark effect, and I don't know if anybody has read the, the book Tipping Point, but sometimes there's just this moment in time where, uh, you know, everybody's ready to, to – to watch something and to see something. And I, I think that's what you've been able to see with her. And, and what it's done is it hasn't only sold out Iowa, University of Iowa arenas. Is It's it's also sold out University of Colorado's arena um, for a women's game this year. It's sold out Colorado State women's arena for a basketball game this year, uh, among many, many others. I, I look at even I watch a game at UCLA, and, and they're selling out at UCLA. So it's not just – you know, where Caitlin Clark is playing even, it's just the recognition that, uh, you know, hey, these games are fun to watch. And, and so we're going to going to go. We're going to take our, our kids. And, um, you know, I go back to I have a, a little cousin who's about – he was about 11 at the time and lives in Las Vegas. And I was visiting him, and we had a – we put a little basketball hoop up out at the – at kind of this cul-de-sac. And, and he all of a sudden, you know, doesn't say – you know, LeBron James or wow. Steph Curry, he, go, he, yeah. he goes, I'm, he, he, he steps back and, and goes, he actually goes to his right and hit, tries to hit this long bomb three. And he's like, Kaylin Clark. That's cool. Um, and so I told him he has to go left in order to hit that shot because that's what <laughs> she does. And that's her signature shot. So he started working on his left. Uh, but it was just so cool that, you know, he, he recognized her as, you know, a, a, a boy in Las Vegas, um, you know, wanting to emulate Caitlin Clark. Was there a logo on the driveway where he shot from? <laughs> no, but we probably should make one for him. Right. So uh, <laughs> I, I want you, we were talking with Linda Lappy, executive director of Sports Women of Colorado, and of course she was CU's women's basketball coach. Okay, this conversation is just between us girls, and I want you to be totally honest with me. You are from Iowa. Caitlin Clark is from Iowa. Who is the best female basketball player to come out of Iowa? Now, if you want to Shelly, think about Shelly it, that's Sheets. fine. How about how, how about I say Shelly Shelly Sheets? Well done, uh, very uh, well done. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for what Caitlin brought to, to the game, and it, it's it is so cool to watch what she's done for for every state and, and everybody. And, and something that else is cool is, I mean, you hear this about men all the time. She's coming out early yeah. for the WNBA yeah, draft. I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I don't know if that has happened before, but to me, that's a story. She's coming out early. We hear that about guys but good on her. Let's get back to sports women of Colorado. What does the nonprofit do to help young women in our community? Well, one, we celebrate them. Um, so that's what we've always done. That was our mission way back in 1974 was we were going to create this amazing celebration uh, of excellence. And so we still do that. We are, I am really proud to say that, you know, I go back and I look at a lot of the board notes and meeting notes from those, from the very first years that, that I still have access to, and they're very similar to what we're doing now. So that's amazing. However, uh, in the early 2000s, we also added a, a camp scholarship program where we are able to send uh, young girls age 8 to 13 that 
maybe can't afford to attend uh, a summer camp, we're able to, they apply and we're able to send them to a summer camp of their choice. Um, and, and this past year, you know, I think we're in year two now, uh, we started a satellite clinic program where we, we are basically the conduit between collegiate women's sports teams and Title I elementary schools. Um, and, and right now we've just done it along the front range from Greeley down to Colorado Springs. Uh, but we hope to be able to take that all throughout the state. And, and what happens is the young women on the sports team in college, they come to this to the elementary school, grades two through six, um, and they come in during a PE class, and they take them through skills and drills and have fun with them. And uh, there's some really neat stories that have come from those, and, and really it allows us to impact uh, more people than what we maybe can through a camp scholarship program. So between those two, uh, you know, just being able to, have, you know, we, we were at a school this past year and the PE teacher came up and said, you know, these fifth graders, um, you know, they start to lose their confidence. The girls start to lose their confidence. And, uh, and, and how, can, how can you guys help? How can we, you know, how can we continue to, you know, build, build confidence in young girls as they're hitting that age where, you know, maybe they can start to question uh, some different things. So we're, we're excited to be able to continue those. Uh, really, those are the kind of the three things that we do and that we do really well. I like to personalize this just for a second. You grew up in Iowa. You played high school basketball in Iowa. Then, of course, you played for CU under Seal Barry. Then you became the head coach. You were born, ready for this, way after Title IX. Yeah. Way <laughs> after Title IX. I'm not going to say what year you were born, but it was way after Title IX. With that, <laughs> what does your life look like if there is no Title IX? Well, I'm lucky because my mom played prior to Title IX, and she was, uh, but she played in Iowa, so she did have the opportunity to play. I know. Why didn't you say she was the better than Caitlin Clark? I come... should have. I should have. She played the old six out six, three on a side, don't cross half court. <laughs> I was gonna. Uh, I was going to yeah. ask about that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I I grew up around you know around sports and knowing that she played in college and she did get a full scholarship prior to, uh, like right right it was actually right around Title IX and in Iowa. Uh, they had that opportunity at the smaller schools. So the University of Iowa wasn't providing that. Iowa State wasn't providing that, but really the, the smaller schools were. So I kind of knew that prior to even Title IX coming into play. However, I did hear all of the stories about, uh, you know, not having a, a basketball to play with and, and being having to drive in a 14-passenger van for 16 hours at a time and uh, barely getting to eat. So I think that those are the pieces that have, have very much changed and you know, I remember in college, we were going on, you know, we were getting to fly everywhere and, uh, you know, getting plenty to eat and, and all of those things. So um, having a great locker room. And so, you know, it, it was because of though people like uh, in my mom's generation that were able to, to bring that to all of us. And, you know, now we get to benefit from it. And, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it does look a lot different. And, and in Colorado, uh, you know, our organization was very key in, you know, celebrating the fact that women were now getting to play uh, because a lot of times, you know, I think prior to Title IX, they did not have girls sports and people came here from different different states and were surprised that they didn't, you know, they weren't able to play. Um, and so they fought for that a lot of times and they were the ones that really gave the rest of us opportunities to to get college scholarships and to, to play past high school and to play in high school. Um, so it, it is pretty spectacular how the evolution has happened and um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. So once again, it is Women's History Month. Sports Women of Colorado celebrating 
50th anniversary. Uh, we're talking with Linda Lappy, former CU women's basketball coach, executive director of Sports Women of Colorado. When is your event? Our event is Sunday, March 17th at 530. Uh, we're right down uh, at the Hyatt Denver Tech Center. Uh, there still are some tickets available. Uh, if you go on to our website, sportswomenofcolorado.org, you can purchase tickets there. So, yeah, we're excited to honor about 40 individuals, uh, and we're also going to honor our past this year. Where, uh, we're going to try to – we've been on the phone trying to find uh, former honorees and former sportswomen of the years, which is our highest honor, um, and trying to get them back, and we have a fair amount of them who are, are going to attend as well. So it should be a fun event. Linda, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Linda Lappy, former CU women's head basketball coach, executive director of a great organization, Sports Women of Colorado. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? CU women's basketball team earned a win last well, night. Well done. Good producing. Well done. I know you planned that. I, I yeah, did. he was right. On, it, <laughs> just just right. say I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Definitely. Did. Yeah. And the Nuggets got some help in their quest to move up the standings. We'll talk about it next right here on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, Mile High Sport. I'm from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Monday, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, dining room furnishings, ice machines, and more. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All righty, just in case you missed it, the CU women's basketball team snapped a four-game losing streak against the Washington Huskies, 68-62. Uh, Maddie Nolan led the team in scoring with 20 points. The Buffs close out the regular season in Boulder against Washington State on Saturday. What chance do you give CU to make a run? in the Pac-12 tournament, especially if they're able to get Yeah, I wish they were playing better. I mean, they didn't really play that well last night. That wasn't a very good team that they were playing. Um, But here's the deal. Have they played well at various times during the season? Have they played at a high level at various times this season? The answer is yes. Are they capable of beating ranked teams? Yes. They just haven't done it lately. And that maybe is a little bit of a concern. But... From what I understand, they're still in the mix for hosting a first and second round. If they can get a little rhythm going maybe here down the season stretch, with that uh, in their back pocket, their chances increase exponentially. They're a little bit like the avalanche. Yeah. Meaning yeah. you don't necessarily know what to expect. We know what they look like at their high point. Yeah. Let's look at that win at the beginning of the season. No question. But they've gone through a little bit of a skid. Can they make a run? Absolutely. You but bet. But that skid gives you a little bit of pause. Uh, yeah. 
Well said. All righty, just in case you missed it, the Nuggets got a little bit of help last night as the Thunder lost to the San Antonio Spurs 132-118. Victor Wembanyama made NBA history as he became the first player to put up at least 25 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 blocks, and 5 three-pointers. How special is this guy, and have you ever seen a rookie this good, this quick? Hmm, have to think on that one for a second. Magic Johnson was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he was, yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty good right away. Yeah. Um, But he is, when this guy gets strong, physically strong, and it will come, he's going to be something else. Usually when young centers come into the league, you expect them to fill out. Jokic has filled out. Shaquille O'Neal, believe it or not, oh, yeah. filled out. Of course he did. Right? right. Kim Olajuwon filled out. But I look at Webb and Yama's frame, and I'm thinking, I don't know how much that can really fill out. I don't know about filling out, but I think he can be stronger. And if he's able to play stronger, he's good. I mean, he's a load now. So... And he schooled Chet Holmgren last night, so whatever. Nuggets are going to end up being the first seed in the West. Calling my shot. It's not a hard shot to take. Well, they're they're trending in the right direction. All righty, just in case you missed it, Caleb Williams has declined to uh, take part in medical examinations with teams at the Combine and didn't sign off on having his medical record shared with all teams. He's believed to be the first Combine invitee ever to decline an exam. What do you think about this? And what should the teams at the top, the Bears, the Commanders, any team looking to trade up, think about this? What are you hiding, bro? I understand you're the yeah. topic. I get it. Yeah. But really? I mean, it's, it's the arrogance. It, but but it's it's less arrogant than Marvin Harrison Jr. not even showing up. Yeah. Really? What do you you're, gain by You're it? not even showing up. But one thing is for sure, and this is a double entendre, it is now proof positive that no one can cover Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> that was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. You want to redesign your entire kitchen. They actually have a staff that can do that for you. Big box stores, they're going to sell you a refrigerator. You're going to walk out the door. Maybe you buy a screen protector from your phone or from the same person. They have a staff, career people that can help you out. It's not just their job. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, Sean Payton talked about Marvin Mims at the Combine on Monday. (laughs) What he said, I think, was pretty interesting. And now, all these months later, it tells me they wanted to move Jerry Judy really quickly after this guy was drafted. That's next. 